0: Boom! 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 Dog days of summer are here. Hey, <laughs> let's do this, bro. Let's yes, talk dude. about the season because it's gonna come up fast.
1: All right, let's do it, man.
0: We got. I think training camp probably starts mm-hmm. when the beginning of October. So yeah, three weeks away, maybe something like A that. A little less. close. Two weeks
1: away till training camp, probably. Yeah. I think it's right. like two and a half, three, something like that.
0: All right, Close man. enough to wherever. That's the best part about FIBA, is by the time that's over, you like look up and the season's right here. Yeah, man, no doubt, dude. I mean, that was a lot of fun.
1: I like. I'm it. still recovering sleep on it, but that was a lot of fun. I, I'm I'm excited about Paris, man. Like mm-hmm. all the uh, players that you're seeing that are coming out the uh, from the um, U.S. side that are saying that we want to, you know, come back and, and do this. I think there's going to be a fine line of, you know, filling this team up with a bunch of veterans and filling them up with a bunch of veterans and a nice mix of young players. So again, I'm not, I'm not, I would love to see one or two players from Oklahoma city in that, that um, Olympics, but it doesn't mean it will because all these players are coming out and saying that they're, they're going, it's going to be interesting. All right, let's flip it up, dude. Let's, let's change the conversation.
0: Um, It just occurred to me based on what you were saying and based on our our very limited experience with FIBA, because we didn't watch all the games or all the teams or anything like that. But who out of the players that you watched, would you get excited if the Thunder signed that is not currently in the NBA from FIBA? And then in that way, we could end up
1: with another player in the Olympics. Two players. All right. So uh, Wreath was on my top of my list. I love that. I know. Yeah, right. Australia, um, um, yeah, Andrew dude. Gaze
0: called him a modern Dennis Rodman esque type defender. I love him. Dude, he I love played him, dude. very,
1: very well. Um, Both so ends of the floor. It sucks that he's going to be in the NBA someplace else, but Portland is a good place for him to go because he'll get I'm playing happy time. I'm very happy for him. Um, you know what? Um, I I got to say is there was a couple players All right. uh, for Serbia. Guy. Serbia. Serbia guy. Um, and there was yeah, a couple of, there was a couple of guys, the
0: guy that you look, you said he looked like a camel without a nose.
1: Yeah, dude. He was a six man. I love that dude. What I love it? that guy. He was know. so weird looking, but he was so effective. Yeah. Um, I can't I like remember his name, so
0: we can just remember their faces. Let's go with that.
1: Um, there's also, um, there's a couple um, guys that did not make, uh, the final tournament. Um, even there was a couple guys on Latvia that I liked. Hmm. Um. I, I can't even remember. He looked really, really young playing out there. Uh, big man, or not big man, forward slash shooting guard. He played a bunch of positions, really good at defense. Um, you know, I saw that. That was really nice to see. But all in all, there's probably, you know, three or four guys that I'm highlighting and I'm circling. I'm saying if they're available, I, I would love to get them. And, and I, I want to throw this out here is I, I've stepped back and I looked at the, the roster that we have that coming up this coming up year. The one thing I want to circle about this roster that I'm excited about is that it seems that Sam Presti has, in a way, started taking out some of the young players out of the equation by bringing Mistich, who I believe is 29 years old, Bertans, who's 30 years old. You know, he's, he's aging this roster, even if ever ever so slightly, he's doing it in a very effective way. So I, I'm extremely excited about just seeing how these other players in, in other countries are, are coming out and, and playing. And not just that, but we'll have all these guys playing in Oklahoma city. And we'll be able to watch them in front of us as, as they lead our team, because I do believe that Mr. Is going to do some crazy shit out there. And I do think that Bertans is going to be one of the best three point shooters from the corner this season. So if you look at it, that, you know, in that general direction is that what Sam Presti has done and by aging it, uh, this roster is is truly phenomenal. It's going to help us out a lot.
0: I agree, man. I think, um, you got to mix in a guy like um, that we already have that I had never seen before, but he was on our team, Jack White. Yeah, I knew. Jack White.
1: I fell in love with him during FIBA, but yeah, four years of college. You got a couple years in uh, the NBL. Got I believe G, um, G League experience as well as you know NBA so, yeah, experience.
0: Man. He played for the Nuggets, and um, yeah, I mean, he couldn't.
1: I think a couple games. I don't know if I would say but,
0: you know, like I said, he he couldn't crack the rotation. Sure. But in the end, like, look at that team. They're stacked. It's no, there's no doubt that um, it's difficult to crack the rotation on, on a team that I like good. his
1: price tag, too. I like the fact that he's a, he's a motor, big body. We need as many of those guys we can because I, I know for a fact that JR Reed, Jay Will, Chet, Poku are not going to go all the entire season without at least one injury. So you have to have guys like Bertans that are going to be able to step up and play those minutes. And, you know, in Jack White, that step up and play those minutes, it's, it's crucial. Man,
0: a lot of love for the the different styles that we that we saw play um, in FIBA. I know Coach Degnault was watching the games. I know Sam Pressy was watching the games. Sure, we talked about the players that maybe we'd like to see, although we can't remember their names. Um, I think I think his name is Otz from Germany. Like I, yeah, that'd be cool. I like if we him. got him. Yeah. Um, so you kind of go down the list, and um, the other side of it is like from the Coach Degnault side. What do you think that we could learn about? the game of basketball from fiba and maybe offensive defensive stylistic changes that we could make adjustments on
1: well i mean first of all what what sam presti has done in seeing the future of what nba basketball is going to be like is the most impressive thing of all i mean just think about that he for for whatever reason the last you know 20 something years has started growing his knowledge in the game you know ever since he started working for the spurs and now he's to that point where I don't know, man. He sees this and it's slowed down for him. You know, a lot of guys spend 10 years in the league and the league starts slowing down and and playing hoops, you know. But Sam Presti, everything is starting to slow down. You look at how he's designed this team. um, You look at how he has created what he has created in Oklahoma City and you start understanding the different levels of where Sam Presti's coming. What was your question again? Like, I want to make sure. What about
0: like Coach Degnall? And the way he coaches maybe could be improved but, from some of the stuff we saw okay, from the improvement. Like, specifically, Serbia, I like their style of game. Sure. Or Latvia, like I know that but, we don't have a look, look, look at how we run through. our
1: defense already. It's very similar to okay. some of these teams. You look at how we run our offense. It's very similar to some of these teams. Like in a way, Sam Presti has drafted this team and put this team together to be able to be successful to Coach D for the new style of the NBA. We've been saying it for a while. The new style of the NBA and the NBL. Really does a great job at at providing us what the new style shall look like, you right. know. If we're talking the Ten Commandments right here, right? You know, the NBL is is a great example of what it will look like, but okay. more so. But you look at FIBA, and then you start looking at Latvia, you start looking at Serbia, you start Serbia. looking at Germany. That's you start what I looking want to talk at, about. Um, Slovenia even, and then you start understanding like maybe this is what Sam Presti is doing. This is what you know, Coach D is doing. They're growing this team. To be like these other teams. And, and if you watch it, you, there's no way you can't deny the similarities.
0: And that's like, we can talk Germany and Serbia. They're in the finals. And, sure. and how those games translate to the Thunder. First of all, Germany had Dennis Schroeder. And Dennis Schroeder, along with um, Tice and Otz we mentioned, like, they, they played excellent. But we, sure. I felt very familiar with a lot of what they did, except for some of the roles that those players played and were a little bit unusual for me. But, yeah. the, you know, especially, you know, but then you go to Serbia and you realize maybe that we're actually already to play, um, actually about to play a lot more like Serbia than we know. Because we have two Serbian players on our team. We have Poku, who is, like, if you think about the way Poku played last year before he got hurt, and you think about what we saw
1: with Serbia, don't you see a connection now? I would say that you're absolutely right, but I, I would go one step further. I would say the combination of Serbia and Latvia is really the, the idea of uh, Latvia would just shoot the fucking lights out. Mm-hmm. You know, they would, they would go for that open shot, and, and that's what we do. Think about how many times we shot so many threes, it would be like, whoa, last season. That's only going to grow as these t- guys get more comfortable with their shots. I mean, we're going to keep on growing our three-point range and keep on shooting more and more threes. I I just I get to that point with this team where you start understanding the three point shot is more valuable and where it's been in the last twenty years. You know, like you got to continue with this shot. You got to continue with what these guys can do in the open shot. So Latvia, like that, their defense is very similar in the aspect of they get in each other's faces. They're very physical. um, You know, and then you got Serbia, which is the pass, 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 pass. You know as well. You're going to drive hard, pass the ball. You're going to post up players. You're going to isolate sometimes. It's just a beautiful mix of different it's techniques incredible. of the game. i and never and if seen you look anything at it, like it, bro. Yeah, and then you got guys that are coming in that I would consider, you know, the the uh, camel with no nose. I can't even remember his name. But, like, uh, uh, he would go out there. You he had, like, this crazy me. hairline. Seems- Anyways, but he, like, to me, like, when he would go in the game, he would change the what game up, so Unc? much. What's up, Unc? That he would change the game so much that it'd be like holy shit, yeah, you know, like because it was a like, before listen,
0: and after level. It was traditional spark plug. We haven't seen a really great one since like maybe Jamal Crawford or something. But
1: like, so dude, throw was, that in there, throw that in there with the Thunder. How many do we have of those guys? We, we have. got so many of those but, guys. But that okay, Isaiah but, Joe, but Kenny Hustle, thing, both both
0: him and Jay Oswald, Will. Were such good shooters. Yeah. And that's where, like, we have elite, but you're talking about we really have one Isaiah Joe. Yeah. Who, I mean, I mean, in my opinion, Jay Will. Who, um, Jay Will can, but and I'm not saying this in a negative way, but, like, there's this way of transitioning, like, turning a game around with a three-point shot and by making plays in the space that that creates. Sure. Jay sure, Will sure. does it. I'm not saying he doesn't because I, he I'm would improve on it. Yeah, yeah. But, but, like, who's elite at it? We have one elite guy off the bench. And yeah. everybody else has a chance. Kenny Hustle. I mean, sometimes he's great, dude. When he starts, he's not always great with me, within those places. Jay will he hustles, you know, baby. he starts, dude, he's great. But how can he play off the bench? We're not sure yet. You know, you go down oh, the he'll list. He'll be and fine like, off the bench. We assume.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're right, though. You're it's, right. It's, different. You're right.
0: it's a different mentality. Like yeah. Some so, people
1: might act like that. They, they'll be all right with not wearing underwear, but then they start wearing no underwear, and then they're like, uh, I can't, you can't handle the chafing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I get
0: it. Everybody gets it, dude. It's, it's an inherent fact about letting the balls dangle. But here's the thing, dude. What we need to talk about more is um, the
1: thunder. But, okay, back to what you were saying about just the comfortable way that Coach D coaches the game and, and, and why I think it would be very smart for um, Team USA to take notes. You know, like, how do we, how do we have a coach – or how do we have a, a, a coach that is somebody like Coach Steve, how do we utilize him in the um, United States system? Because to me, like, he's a perfect example of a coach that uh, uh, learns on the fly against other teams. You know, like, a, a team like Serbia, uh, you know, I get it. Steve Kerr is a legendary coach, one of the greatest coaches of our generation. But, dude, dude, he made himself look goofy. Like, he's like one of those guys like um, Bill
0: Belichick, like, Do do uh, My question to you is, and then it's like, do you think without Tom Brady, do you think Uh, we lose without Steph Curry, Steve Kerr?
1: You think USA loses if Coach D um, was coach? You know why I don't think so
0: because Coach D understands how to play as an underdog, and there's fundamental things about playing as an underdog that require a mindset shift. Um and you have to come into it and say, like um, we're got to play as a unit,
1: yeah,
0: we have to play our best brand, and if you're not playing within the unit you know, as a bigger thing than yourself, then we're not going to make it, so I'm going to bench somebody who's maybe more talented than other people okay, but who, and that's why I think when we saw the best team usa basketball, it's good let's talk about that like Austin Reeves, Mikhail Bridges. Um, You saw Hizzy
1: Hizzy Hizzy Hizzy,
0: right? Um, You saw Halliburton out there. Um, You saw like a very unselfish team that could shoot the hell out of the ball, um,
1: and didn't necessarily need to play in pick and rolls. What what did you say though? Well, everybody you just said was under twenty five, and that's my point. (laughs) Like we, that's what we needed on this team more than anything. Like I I get it, I understand. And twenty one years old for um, and like it's great. If he was the third best player on that team, you know, like when man, when Paolo was out there doing his thing, it was great to see, you know, like you needed to go young. You need to go young this time. If you're not going to have a team that can compete, that's going to be like high end, you've got to go young. And, and I think with the U S is what they did was they, they got content with being the top two North American teams. Well, they thought that there were <laughs> <There's> two teams. <laughs>
0: they thought they were going to fucking moonwalk into the finals. Dude. Woo, we got this, baby. Oh, my God. And like history doesn't support that. Like we don't win FIBA easily dude. or world championships easily. Not. I mean, the Olympics are a different story in whatever, but
1: it's not a piece of cake. I To me, like when when we look at it and. I, I said this last episode, and I'll, and I'll reiterate what I said, is that it takes a special person to recognize that third place is not good enough. It takes a special person to recognize that second place is not good enough. It takes a special person to want something so bad that they're willing to do whatever it takes. And I look at Shay, and I see that. And, and anybody that wants to say that you could put this person against this person or this person against that person, I, I, I don't care. I don't care who it is in the league. I don't care if you want to say, well, I would trade Shea for, you know, yeah, Dave, what's up? Um, I would trade Shea for this player because he's the superstar of the league right now, and he's going to be for the next three years or two years or whatever. That's cool. Whatever you want to say, you you might want to trade him for Luka. I don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. Because when it comes down to it, all right, Shea would have never, ever let what happened last season happen to the um, Oklahoma City Thunder. And that was the Dallas Mavericks tanking at the end of the last year. It was ugly, bro. It was the worst thing I've seen in like a long-ass time. And I'm sitting there going, but that's Shay, because he wouldn't be content with that. He wouldn't be happy with that. And so when you have somebody with that passion, that desire to just win and dominate, you got to take a step back. And you got to enjoy it because that's when I started recognizing that this team is way better. You know, I wrote Mark this morning. I said. Um, Uh, speech for prosperity, you know, like, and the beginning speech, right? Dude. Right. I'm, I'm willing it, man. The beginnings. No, I'm not, I'm not even going to read it now. I'm just going to say it's the beginning speech, right. Of when this team wins the championship. I'm going to will it to, to, to happen because to me, it's happening. This team is special. This team is deep. This team is young. When young teams do this, it's everybody always looks at it and says, Oh, it's a surprise, but it's not a surprise right? And that's what's special about what's happening right now. This team, at this very point, at this very moment in the history of the game, all right? It's like the 1950s, okay? Go back to the youngest teams that have ever won the, um, uh, the championship, all right, Mark? Mm-hmm. You go back to them and you'll notice in the 1950s, in the 60s, all right? A couple, I think the 1970s, there's one, but is the youngest teams that have ever won. Well, why is that? Why is that the case, Mark? Why? It's because the game changed so dramatically in the beginning it was so crazy everybody was young everybody was buying in and that's the revolution that's happening right now it's it's truly unfucking godly bro and it's going to be crazy so you think real shit's about to happen bro oh 100 real shit's going to happen and i think if you take it what's up unc if what's you up, take buddy? it and you understand and the breakdown of what we saw with Shay. I think that's the key of this all, man. I think Shea brings everything together here. You see the passion, the desire, the want, the need to win. And you know he's not going to be content with 50 wins in a first um, uh, round exit. You know he's not going to be content with a second round exit. You know, the only way this man's going to be content is by a fucking MVP in a championship, bro. And that's why we got to take a step back and say, is this team ready to truly go this far? or is this team just Unk. playing with us? You tell us you tell me, Unk. We can't hear you. You got to get that audio turned up. Something happened. Nope.
0: Nope. No, nah, something about your audio is um not working right now, buddy, so um while you work that out, Dave, uh, here's what I want to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. T- tell me a little bit more. About what you're saying, because I know that you're, you're implying shit
1: that you're not really ready to go there yet. I, I'm just saying is that like I, you look back in the history of, of any sport, whether it's the NFL, whether it's Major League Baseball, whether it's NHL, whether it's any of these sports, man, like you look at it. And, and when there is a young wave that's coming through, that- so say what you're not saying. I, I think that people need to sit back and recognize that this is going to be the year that the Oklahoma City Thunder are going to make a, a run for the championship. I think that this is something that you look at Shea and you say, there is not a damn thing that Shea can do right now, right? That's going to make him content with doing anything but winning a championship. And when somebody gets that bug so badly, right? He takes yeah. that to every single practice. He takes that to every single game with him. And he creates a fire with the team that's undeniable. And when you have all these other young guys that are starting to understand what Shea can do, and they're starting to believe in themselves as well, guess what happens? It's the belief, man. It's the belief that everybody recognizes that this is the moment. And I think that's what's special right now, is that the more I get closer to the season, the more I saw what I saw out of Shea and FIBA, the more right. I just recognize that it, it's, it's here we don't have to wait for it anymore in Oklahoma city. The moment is now.
0: It it just is. Well, bro. I love it. How's your mic working now? My
1: uncle. No, we can't hear you. Sorry,
0: man. Sorry. It's like, just not working, buddy. Well, um, We'll have to
1: text us in the um in the comments there and we'll stay in touch well, there. Um just write me a text message when we're done here. All right, we'll talk, figure that out later. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate every single one of you guys for stopping through. Um, I obviously understand that um anything I'm saying right now is uh um should be uh, uh thrown in there with a warning, you know, like don't go gamble on what I'm saying because you'll probably fucking lose. But if I had a hundred dollars and I looked at the odds in Oklahoma City to win a championship. I would have a hard time saying right now not to because that's where it's at. Oklahoma City is it, guys. So The chip, guys. The they saying
0: man. gamble on it without saying gamble on it.
1: Don't gamble, but gamble. <laughs> All right,
0: guys. We'll see you soon. Peace.